we're going to kick you in the teeth. All right. And, and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. You like that? You like that? Scott, did you come up with the correct response? Who wanted to kick that field goal? With the second pick in the 2017 NFL Draft, the Chicago Bears select Mitchell Trubisky, quarterback, North Carolina. Welcome to the NFC North Podcast. Welcome into the NFC North Podcast. I'm Eric Kiska. I'm your resident Lions fan, and this is... Cole Gibson, resident Packer fan, and last but certainly least... <laughs> What's up? My name's Blaze. I'll be here repping the Bears um, from this moment out. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is our premiere <clears throat> episode, our introductory episode. And that being uh, said, if you are just a random listener that doesn't know us, I thought we would uh, say a bit about ourselves. Uh, yeah, my name's Eric, and I'm a mailman. I grew up around uh, Metro Detroit, and I have been crying for about 29 years now over the Lions, and uh, <laughs> I don't know if it'll get better this year, but we'll see. Um, and yeah, Cole, uh, he's the Packers fan here. Yeah, so I, uh, I also grew up in Michigan. Uh, thankfully, my family was smart enough to raise me as a Packers fan. Uh, my family's originally from Canada. Uh, I'm a field engineer in quality control. I travel across the country, and I live in a trailer. So that's my life. What about you, uh, <laughs> Blaze? What's up? My name's Blaze. I'm not from Michigan. I was just uh, lucky enough to uh, drop out of college there. <laughs> um, <laughs> again, my name's Blaze. I got that name for my birthday. I'm from uh, the northwest suburbs of Chicago. Uh, I currently live down in Tampa, Florida. I've been down here for, it'll be, four years next month um and i am a legal assistant when i'm not doing this uh yeah yeah so if we get sued uh we're gonna go to blaze here that's why we have him on the podcast so well like... actually you guys are screwed <laughs> I'll, I'll be on the other side of the court <laughs> <laughs> all right take well, it <laughs> i guess so uh, we're gonna start with some uh preseason game reviews um i think the most interesting game to go into would be uh, the Bears game first, just because Biscuits uh, just <laughs> Trubisky just torched you guys. Um, they Bills won forty-one to fifteen, and I mean it was a preseason game, but uh, Trubisky got his revenge in whatever form he could take it. So, uh, yeah, what do you think about that, please? <laughs> take it from there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, that was rough. Um, again, it's it's preseason. You can have to take it with a grain of salt. Um, but there's a lot of glaring issues. We were talking about it last week, um, not on the air, about how just there's no depth at the Bears' offensive line right now. And just the first-team offense, I mean, you can talk all you want about Justin Fields, and, you know, he, he makes plays with his legs and stuff like that, but – Andy Dalton, who's 33 right now, um, he doesn't have that uh, luxury that Justin Fields has. <clears throat> and you could really see, because it just the Bills are a great defense, you know, on paper. And it just really showed who was the stronger team. Um, I want to say that I'm more disappointed in the Bears' defense. I was not expecting I, – I was hoping Mitch Trubisky has a good game, because I'm a big Trubisky fan. Um I did not think we would get decimated. I didn't think I would see Devin freaking Singletary juke Robert Quinn into the void on multiple occasions. 
Um, you know, it was just a very disappointing game. There's, there's a lot of, you know, good, I guess you can say that came out of it. You know, like I said, Justin Fields pulled himself out of adversity for the second week in a row. Um, can't think of his last first name right now, but the Adams, the guy who caught the 73 yard touchdown, his, uh, he just had his daughter the night before, um, he's playing Mm -hmm. for a roster spot and that was, that was just really, really cool to see. Um, Again, though, the first-team offense got to pick it up. I know Andy Dalton is not playing this week against the Tennessee Titans, so I guess we'll just see more of what Justin Fields has to do, but that first-team offense has got to pick it up because that was embarrassing. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, do you... Uh, you go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. Oh. I was just going to say, do you think uh, Justin Fields still thinks the game is a little too slow for him? I mean, he he got oh. not, he got you know at a yard sale with that yeah. Bills player just laid him out. So I just I didn't know if he you know thought it was still slow. Oh. Or... <laughs> no, he I think he retracted that statement in the uh, post game. <laughs> um, I I still can't. I thought he died on that play. The fact that he got up, um, well, it was amazing. I I will give him props like for the fact that he got up. And he and you know ended up scoring a touchdown right after was pretty impressive. I was a little confused because his helmet got knocked off, but then he, he just stayed in the game. So I don't know. I thought I thought if you got your helmet removed, you had to at least sit out a, a snap to make sure you weren't you know yeah. concussed or something. But you know the Bears they just kind of do whatever they want. So. <laughs> Dude, he lost his headband. He didn't even just lose his. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. He had a fight. he had a yard sale. It just he was just strewn about. Everyone. He was all laid out, and all the all his offensive line was just kind of staring at him, like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the technical rules are, especially in preseason. He probably should have stayed yeah. out of play. Um, but yeah, that was uh, yeah, just some more great Bears offensive line work. Let's let's give yeah. it up for the boys, you know, in the trenches. <laughs> so I guess it does yeah. lead into uh, Tevin Jenkins, your second round pick. He is having back surgery might uh, be out for a while this season. It's like, in, it sounds indefinite right now. Um, so that's a huge blow. Uh, and then also Nagy said he's uh, sticking to his guns and starting Dalton week, week one. What do you think of that place? Uh, to your first point, uh, Jenkins, that's, like I said, that's a huge blow. I think uh, as far as the draft goes, that was, that was a steal in the second round. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to draft him when we had the 20th pick. Um, so to lose him, especially this early in his career when he needs to learn, you know, how to play NFL football, um, you know, that's really disheartening. I I wish him the best. I think he's going to get better. Hopefully we'll get him, you know, week three, week four, maybe week five, even as long as he's healthy. Um, but yeah, we need him because guys like Jason Peters aren't going to handle it. (laughs) Um, yeah, like Cody Whitehair and stuff. We got, we have some offensive linemen, but it's so shallow. Um, and then to your second, what was your second point? <laughs> uh, Nagy's sticking to his guns and Dalton, Dalton. Uh, starting Dalton still. Um, and Man. I personally, I think, I don't know. It, it's like you did give money to this guy. Maybe you just didn't fully know that uh, you would be able to trade up and get a guy like Fields. Um, but yeah, I like I'm more I'm more leaning on the side that uh, if this guy is the future of your franchise, you should throw him in there um, and let him start the season. I think he has, you know, like way more of a ceiling, obviously than Dalton. Um, but yeah, like it, Matt Nagy's fighting for his job. And because of that, 
uh, he will probably err on the side of caution and uh, maybe not go with Fields because he could have some, uh, you know, some a learning curve in his rookie year. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Um, I I think um, the Bears, especially, we're going to talk about later, but. The Bears at the beginning of the season, especially, it is just a gauntlet of just just really tough, you know, teams again on paper. It's not even week one yet. But there's a lot of teams that are supposed to make the playoffs that we're playing in the first four, five, six weeks, you know, starting with LA. And I think week six, we play the Super Bowl champions again. So <laughs> I think easing fields into it um is probably a good thing. Like right now, obviously, it doesn't look great. Dalton has not impressed in the limited time that he's been out on the field but I I I tend to agree with Nagy especially you know what happened with Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes which is the system Nagy came from he didn't like actually Mm -hmm. coach them but you know that's kind of the Annie Reed philosophy and I I think that worked out and you know yeah at least at least I like to compare Justin Fields to Patrick Mahomes and you know (laughs) stature mobility arm strength you know stuff like that so hopefully it's more of a learning curve, and I feel like if we're one and four, two and four, something like that, I think Nagy's gonna have to pull the trigger and put him in. But the first four or yeah. five weeks, let's just see how Dalton does. It's his to lose. All right. Well, uh, I guess uh, that'll lead us into Detroit. Um, I guess I'll uh, start with this one. Uh, we lost to the Steelers, twenty-six to twenty, and I mean, in the first half, it was you know over. We with our third and fourth string offense, we made a little comeback. But, uh, I mean, the thing is we had, uh, well, Big Ben was out there. Our first offense was not out. Our first string offense wasn't out there. Uh, Tim Boyle started the game. Even so, um, Jeff Okuda looked absolutely horrible uh, that game. Mm-hmm. He got dusted by Deontay Johnson. Uh, he got juked by Najee Harris from 10 yards away and fell on his ass. Um, did not look good at all. Yeah. And, uh, I, I mean, it's his second year and his first year he was with, um, I, well, I literally hate Matt Patricia. I think he was one of the worst head coaches <laughs> of all time. Definitely one of the worst in Lions history. And that's saying something. And, um, I, I don't think the defensive scheme that they put Okuda in that year was good, obviously. Uh, but either way, if you're still looking like this where you're, you know, getting dusted by people, getting juked out of your shoes, um, that's a bad sign, even if it is preseason. Um, so what do you guys think about Okuda? Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> I watched that game, and man, oh man, that, that Lions team is not, not looking too hot. And Okuda, I was, you know, I don't want to hate on the guy but I'm going to because he sucks and like he's been bad. He did, he wasn't good under Patricia, which no one was good under Patricia, even though he's, you know, the best defensive mastermind, yada, yada, yada. Yep. But it's it, it, just like watching Okuda get burned and then watching him get juked by a guy 10 yards down the field is just, is, is insane. Like mm-hmm. I get Najee Harris, he, that guy's going to be a beast and he's probably going to be awesome, but I'm hoping to get him on my fantasy team. But Okuda, man, like, to get juked that bad from that far out, like, either he just didn't want to hit the guy, which is not good, or he's just doesn't have the, I I don't know if he's in his own head or what, but it was not a good look. So, and I'm excited for Aaron Rodgers to play against him. Blaze? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I, my sentiments are exact. I think he was, what, the 
third pick, like the third pick third of the pick. draft. Mm-hmm. We passed on Tua and, and Herbert that year, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, he just uh, – I was watching the game, too, and, man, like, the Lions are just, like, the redheaded stepchild of, you know, the NFC North. And you just, like, you just feel Come bad on. for them at a point. <laughs> You're saying Sorry. this with a guy, <laughs> this guy and, right here. Yeah. yeah. You know, again, like I kind of was talking about the Bears. You know, it's it's yeah. week two of the preseason. You can't like put all your stock into these games. The, I think the Ravens yeah. are like on a 19 game preseason winning streak. Um. Oh yeah. You know, but yeah, that was really disheartening, especially when you see just a play like that where it doesn't even like like Cole said, it looked like he didn't want to hit the guy. And Najee Harris is a big mm-hmm. dude, but come on, you gotta. You got to lay in. I think, you know, the Lions have had DB problems for a long time now. Um, you know, mm-hmm. from the Darius Slays to the Dufonts to, you know, all these big name guys that they keep getting and they keep folding under pressure. So hopefully, you know, just as like I said, as someone who takes pity on the Detroit Lions, um, yeah. <laughs> they they pick up the slack in that area at least. So, yeah. A couple... uh, but yeah, Blau did really good, though. I like yeah. Blau. <laughs> yeah, David Blau. I, well, I, I'm a Blau hard for sure. Um but yeah, a couple uh, a, a couple uh, things I did like about the game, just to, so we don't uh, do all negatives here, uh, is I love uh, Derek Barnes, who was our, I believe, our fourth round pick. He might have been a third. Somebody might correct me there. He's looking very good. Um, we were starting against the Steelers with Tavai and Jalen Reeves Mabin as our uh, linebackers, and that's not going to be our starting linebackers. It's probably going to be Anzalone and Collins and we're going to mix Bards in there for our inside linebackers because we're in a 3-4 now. Uh, and, yeah, I he looked good. And then our two defensive tackles we drafted in the second and third round, Alan McNeil and Levi O. I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name. They look very good. <laughs> um, so a couple positives, but I think overall I am seeing that this will be a a you know a rebuild, a long rebuild uh, and definitely a rebuilding year this year. But... Uh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> All right. So, uh, <laughs> uh, and, oh yeah. One last, uh, little team news note. Um, uh, Swift, Deandre Swift is, uh, in question for playing week one. He is, uh, having continued growing, uh, issues and, um, we're facing the 49ers week one. So that's not a good sign. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it was. You guys, are you guys gonna be more like a a committee, anyways? Though, like I know well, I know Quick's like obviously the number one, but he's not like a, yeah. a workhorse back. You know, he's kind of no, no. I mean, you know. Jamal Williams. Uh, I mean, he's works. great out of the backfield. He's yeah. He was on my fantasy team last year, and he helped me win. But yeah, no, I mean Jamal know, Williams is uh, gonna be there too, obviously. But with we need all the yeah, weapons we can get against the 49ers because they're they're gonna be very good this year. So uh, if they can stay healthy, yeah. So. Well, Jamal Williams is a pretty good pass catching, uh, you know, running back, and yeah. Jared Goff only throws about five yards, so I think it'll work <laughs> out pretty good. Well, we'll we'll see about that. Yeah, I'd like no. uh, week Goff's one. Do the, yeah, Goff's offense. We can talk offense about it later, with Goff. Though, but... Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it later. Um, next up, we will discuss Green Bay. Uh, Packers lost to the mm-hmm. Jets, twenty-three to fourteen. Zach Wilson eh. looked pretty damn good with one hundred twenty-eight yards and two touchdowns, but. Pretty sure a lot of the pack, the first string Packers were not playing. Um, so, no. yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that? Cole? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you know, 
losing 23 to 14 in a preseason game again i don't as yeah. a packer fan we don't really ever care about the preseason yeah um because <laughs> no one is starting i mean mm-hmm. honestly no one's no starter started the only yep. person that i really care about is aj Dillon, and he fucking looked good mm-hmm. i mean he he looked good last year as a, as a like you know our third down backer grounded pound guy and he's a very very good compliment to Aaron Jones, in my opinion, and he he looked awesome. I mean, he averaged seven yards a carry, which is pretty awesome. I mean, the dude's got tree trunks for legs, so mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm excited about him. You know, when we first picked him up, I was I was kind of confused because we already had Jones and uh, um, uh, shoot, who's the guy at Detroit that we literally just talked about? Uh, Jamal Williams. Jamal yeah. Williams. Yep. Yeah. 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 We had those two guys. So I was, I didn't know why we picked him up, but man, I'm glad we did. Cause he brings a lot of power to the run and I'm excited about that. Plus that Hill kid came out of nowhere. I mean, he came out of nowhere to me, I guess, but he, he looked really good too as a running back. So we got, we got, I think we got a lot of depth at running back, which is wild to say as a Packer fan, since we've, it's been a long time since we've had any like decent, like stable of running backs. Yeah. You know, before Jones, it was a long time. Well, you got so James, I'm, James I'm Stark, excited. Eddie Lacy. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yeah. Those years. Like yeah. you know, Starks had the you know most amazing playoff run and got us yep. you know got us to the Super Bowl, torched the Falcons. That was an mm-hmm. amazing game. But you know, Lacy <laughs> Lacy didn't pan out, and um, it's just been hard. But I'm very excited about that. Uh, Jordan Love did not play because he got hurt, or mm-hmm. he's you know he's hurt ish. Uh, I'm a little concerned about that because he he's barely played and he's already kind of you know a little banged up. Yep. Um. So that's not the the most exciting news, but you know, hey, breaking news. Uh, he will be our backup quarterback. He will be our number two seed. Well, so well, finally, that was, yeah. that was actually <laughs> confirmed. Yeah. Oh, Thank yeah. God. Uh, I was on pins and needles. After so yeah, so, after Tim Boyle uh, started or got the backup <laughs> job over him last year. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so he will be officially suited up this year. So that's pretty pretty exciting. Um, I'm really excited to start shipping the uh, the A Rod and J Lo train on the uh, Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers. So that I'm I'm you know I know that the actual J-Lo and A-Rod broke up, but the real the real unit's still going to be together. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Pro Bowlers, Zadarius Smith could miss week one mm. with a back injury. Uh, latest training <clears throat> camp news here. Um, and they faced the Saints yeah. week one. And Jameis Winston, it was a preseason game again, but he looked pretty damn good. Will Jameis Winston eat a W? Dude, okay, so first off, I love Jameis Winston. He is yeah. by far one of my favorite players to watch yeah. uh, just because you never know what's going to happen. But I've been I've been saying this. I've been telling you, Eric, yeah. he got LASIK. That dude's going to ball out. He's, <laughs> he's, he's only, what, one of five that's ever thrown 5,000 yards. Yeah. He's also one in a Heisman. He was a first-round draft pick. Like, the dude the dude can ball, and Taysom Hill cannot. So I don't even know why we're talking yeah. about that. Yeah, being, we, we, we don't need to go too thing. far into the Saints. But, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> Blaze, what do you think about Zadarius Smith uh, being yeah. injured for week one? Uh, I think if Jameis Winston gets the call, I mean, I, I watched that game, and that's the most he's impressed me since Florida State, really. I mean, he looked like yeah. he knew what he was doing with the football. And Zadarius Smith, he's one of the 
better defensive backs in the NFL, in my opinion. Defensive um, or he's really off ball good. linebackers. I, he's an outside yeah. linebacker, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, you know he's uh you know he's one of those glue guys though you know that the Packers mm-hmm. really need. Um, I think the offense like kind of like Cole alluded to. I the offense they didn't need to do anything this whole preseason because we know what they're gonna be right. They're they're gonna be as good as Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. lets them. Um, yeah, but yeah, especially week one. Um, it could be you know it could be the uh the fates turning around a little bit and maybe the Packers start 0 and 1 but uh mm-hmm. we'll yeah, see I mean, we'll just have to with Cesarea Smith being you know possibly I, I would rather him miss week 1 than to come back and get you know mm-hmm. aggravated or hurt it more to the point where he has to get surgery or something yeah just and week with 1 the, so. with the yeah and with the Saints they they're not going to have Michael Thomas again we don't know who's starting and if it's week 1 I hope they start Taysom Hill because then it'll be. I don't think the Packers will lose because it's just going to come out to who can score the most points. That's, that's usually how it goes with, especially with the Packers and the Saints. And, and they don't have, they don't have Thomas. They have a brand new quarterback. Whether it's you know one or the other, Drew Brees isn't there, and they're they, you know they got a lot of issues. And I think us you know the Packers missing Zadarius Smith will suck, but. Unless Elvin Kamara runs all over us, which is a, a very, very good Possible. possibility because he's done it before. So I've seen him. I, yeah. What was that game? What was it last year? He had like 200-something all-purpose yards against the Packers. So that yep. could happen again. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised. But, yeah. hey, man, week one loss is a whole lot easier to take than like a, you know, losing Zadarius Smith for, you know, six weeks or something. For sure, yep. All right. True. Yeah. So let's move on to Minnesota. Uh, so as you can see, uh, we do not or hear because um, we are on a uh, <laughs> p- podcast here. So <laughs> as you can see or hear, uh, we do not have a Vikings fan and uh, we would love to have a Vikings fan uh, eventually. And Man. I don't know, maybe one day, <laughs> maybe one day somebody will hear this and uh, volunteer to be on our podcast as a Vikings fan. But for now, we are going to cover uh, the Vikings news here. <laughs> Um, they lost, uh, 12 to 10 to the Colts. Again, this is a game that, you know, they weren't playing Dalvin Cook. They, you know, weren't playing Kirk Cousins. Uh, third round draft pick Kellen Mond, who, you know, Chris Sims ranked him. Chris Sims, who has famously gotten a few, uh, quarterback rankings pretty correctly in the last few years, uh, where he would rank rookies, um, to see how good, or ranking rookies, uh, pertaining to how good he predicts they'll be. Uh, he ranked Kellen Mond in the top five, and he famously got the whole Baker Mayfield thing right. Um, so, hmm. anyway, <laughs> they lost 12-10 to 10 to the Colts, and Kellen Mond did not look good. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, it's another year for the Vikings where there's still just a lot of questions. Like, they have all these uh, talented players, um, but it's like, can they be better than mediocre? Uh, I guess we'll get into the whole season preview later. But, uh, yeah, what did you guys think about week two of Minnesota Vikings preseason football? Uh, well, I thought it was a lot better than week uh, one. I'll give okay. them that much. Yeah. Um, the defense looked a lot better. I mean, I, they weren't really playing any quarterbacks either. But, you know, hold hold the Colts who have a pretty, you know, uh, air raid attack. Good for them. They stopped them to 12 points. <laughs> Um, yeah. the, the offense, I, I don't know. I don't know if Zimmer's just like, doesn't like to air it out. I, I don't know. Cause they have too many weapons on their team. You know, mm. they got 
They got Delvin Cook, Thielen, Justin Jefferson. You know, they got all these guys that, you know, are are speed burners. And it Mm. just, again, we're talking preseason. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But, uh, yeah, it it doesn't look good. I've never really been a Kirk Cousins fan. So maybe that's a little bit of bias on my point. Um, But, yeah, Cullen Mond has not looked good either. So if something goes wrong with Kirk Cousins this year, uh, maybe he gets COVID, you know? Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> that there is a competitive disadvantage to not being vaccinated in the league right now. If you are, the you know, the star quarterback on your team, you are putting your team on a competitive disadvantage if you aren't vaccinated. That's just the facts. So, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> your backup's not looking good either. Um, that's not a good thing, so. <laughs> no, yeah, and then, yeah, like, that. that's my whole point is there – <clears throat> it's kind of those key positions where they kind of remind me of the bears where they're very shallow and they, they don't bend, they break. And uh, if I know mm-hmm. the Vikings, which I know very well, I've been watching them for 25 years of my life. Um, <laughs> they're probably going to just, you know, fizzle out at some point. And then, well, again, we'll talk about it later, but yeah. um, from what I saw of the game, it neither team really impressed me, but the Colts weren't supposed to impress me. Vikings were and uh they played better than last week but not up to the ranking of where they probably want to be yep that I I watched uh some of that game uh and it was it was honestly a terrible game I mean the only touchdown was (laughs) a uh defensive touchdown by the Vikings and the Colts kicked a field goal every quarter, just one field goal every quarter, and they won the game. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that game was just a, a shit show, but yeah. um, I don't know. The Vikings, again, with the COVID thing, I mean, if Kirk Cousins doesn't want to get vaccinated, that's that's his prerogative or whatever. Man, oh, man, we are, I mean, look at what happened with Cam Newton. He's did even test positive. He's got to sit out five days and might lose the starting job to McCorkle or McCorkle or whatever, you know, Mac. <laughs> McCorkle Jones. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I just I just don't know what the Vikings are going to do. I mean, Mike Zimmer obviously has very blatantly said that he wants everyone to get vaccinated, and yeah. his starting quarterback is very blatantly saying that he yeah. will be in a you know, plexiglass prison before he gets stuck with the needle. So yeah. that whole dynamic is all, all over the place. I don't think the Vikings will amount to much of anything this year. Yeah. Just well, based off of that, because the team... The team coming together and like really being like working together and liking each other mm. is honestly a huge part of being a successful team like do you, there's not any team that i've seen recently that doesn't love each other that hasn't won the super bowl i mean even even last year with the like the bucks and stuff yeah. there was a lot of fresh guys there but they all seem to care and like ba really has a nice culture going and tom brady obviously develops that whole culture too so mm-hmm. i don't um, think the vikings have any culture yeah. <laughs> To uh, add insult to injury, first-round pick uh, Christian Derisaw out of Virginia Tech. He has had lingering pain from a core muscle surgery he had over the season, and that's you know I think was going to be their starting uh, ta- one. They're starting left tackle, I believe, and um, yeah, they're you know they need a good O line because they're going to pound the rock, and uh, yeah, not good <laughs> if uh, he's out uh, no. for part of the season. All right, well. Uh, so that being said, let's move on to our fun topic of uh, the podcast. What the fuck is Chicago Ooh. Thin Crust Pizza? <laughs> I'll feel this one. I, I, Cole, do you want it? Or... I mean, right, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, go for it. 
Uh, okay, so we were having this conversation, what, like two weeks ago now? Maybe two and a half weeks ago. Yeah, we, we and, test ran a uh, show and you were a bit of a boomer and we couldn't figure out all the tech. Just going to put it out there. Oh, what's this button, Derry? <laughs> I had to roast call a my bit. grandson. <laughs> um, no, no, no. We were, you were, we were talking about how you were in a pizza group or something. I don't know. Whatever. Um, yeah. We got on the talk of pizza and specifically Chicago style. And when people think of Chicago style, they think of the deep dish, you know, pie <laughs> it's like it's mm-hmm. it's more yeah. of a the soup. sandwich than a pizza mm-hmm. um, the tomato the soup. Soup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and which which you know i think depending on your taste obviously i think chicago can get a bad rap for it because that's not all we have to offer and i was telling you guys how you know us normal chicagoans we like it thin crust so our thin crust yeah. is a little different in my opinion right. than like like i've had detroit style pizza before it's it's comparable um but where detroit where did you, you get know, it from though the top. did you did you just get it from jets or did you get it from little caesars like did you go to actually oh nice fuck eat? i would never go to little caesars yeah okay i'm like did you actually Whoa, go to a nice I, I was, style place i was little at some caesars. tavern or something like that little right, caesars yeah. is pretty good for the price all right it's not it's not <laughs> you're, you're you're paying you're paying for what you're getting and it's yeah. pretty good for five dollars or Whatever I don't think anyone's there. questioning that. Yeah. You <laughs> just said it, it was good? bad. I'm just saying. <laughs> Any- <laughs> anyway. Yeah, if you're not going anyway, to like so- Green Lantern, Cloverleaf, or Pie Sai, you know, I-, I don't know. You haven't had real Detroit style, mm. in my opinion. And- or Buddies, obviously. That's the OG. But anyway, yeah. Chicago Thin Crust. What uh, the fuck is it? <laughs> I'll put it on my list. <laughs> um, so what we do is we basically take the dough. We can put a lot of flour on it. We make it nice, heavy dough. And then, you know, nice sauce, but then a lot of cheese. And then we kind of like just, you ever had a garbage pizza, you know, where you throw everything on there? You got the Canadian bacon, the pepperoni, the sausage, you know, the green onions, uh, green peppers, onions, you know, et cetera, so forth. Uh, Then you stick it in the oven. And whenever you think it's done, go another 10 minutes. You want to burn that baby to a crisp, right? Get the cheese nice and, you know, I just salivating thinking about it. <laughs> okay, it sounds like you're dr- describing sex right now, so. A little yeah, bit. Then you Put it in the oven, go, go another ten, <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> I guess pizza and sex are pretty clo- closely linked, so. I, you know what? They're pretty comparable. Yeah, I, mean, you know? I would agree. But, okay, I'm so, not getting either tonight, so. So basically, it's just a burnt thin crust. <laughs> it's just a burnt thin crust pizza. I guess we will uh, move to over slash unders for the year and uh, season previews. Um, this is where we, I don't know, we give our over unders and we kind of try to summarize each team and uh, give our takes. So I guess let's start out with maybe the mo- well, definitely the most successful team in the division the last uh, fifteen years, the Packers, uh, or what twelve yeah. years? I guess yeah, the Packers over slash under ten wins. Um, Cole, how about you start out? I mean, undefeated, you know, I mean, come <laughs> 17 on. and zero. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> really, realistically, I think they're going to be over 10. I think, you know, uh, according to ESPN, Aaron Rodgers is on the hot seat. So he's really got to yeah. prove himself this year. Uh, but no, I mean, like Aaron Rodgers is going to come out. He's going to ball. He's got Devonte Adams, Randall Cobb, I think is actually a good, a good addition because they have a lot of chemistry. And again, it goes back to that team camaraderie, 
maybe the, you know the Packers front office is kind of listening. Uh, their offense is looking awesome. I'm excited to see them. We got Devin Funches. Who knows if he's even going to be a factor? But okay, at least he he's sucks. There. Yeah, he's a, yeah. <laughs> you know he's a he's a body. <laughs> but um, the defense uh, was clicking real well last year. Uh, besides, I mean they really they they were so close. They should have beaten the Bucks last year. I mean Tom Brady threw three interceptions. They lost. So they made a lot of stupid mistakes. I think Matt Lafleur is still a young coach. I don't. I, I think he's good. I don't think he's great. And I think he's got a lot of learning to do on the on time management and, you know, what expectations are when you're getting close to, like, the half and the end of the game. Uh, you know, because he's, he's, he's good at the offense, and we, we've seen that. But he needs to get the whole picture. And I think him letting Rodgers kind of run the show a little bit more this year will be a good thing. I, I think they're going to be over, man. He certainly complained enough to, you know, run the show a bit more. So, yeah. oh, he didn't talk to the video once. <laughs> Let uh, me answer like Jeopardy. I mean, what is a diva? He's just pouting oh in the corner, God. you know, like he's the kid pouting in the corner he of the class. He was in Hawaii yeah. with with the teller dude. Yeah. He was having a great time, and ESPN and everyone was dragging his name through the mud. And Gutekunst is a <laughs> is a moron. I'll say this: uh, that whole deal with jeopardy was really shady uh you know the producer basically appointed himself mm. the uh host the new host of jeopardy um i i think i would have rather had rogers over that anyway uh blaze over yeah. slash under 10 wins right just real quick what's up with people they mike richards getting in trouble like that's insane oh guy who yeah played kramer, kramer from word. seinfeld this not guy, a good guy well, yeah <laughs> anyways um yeah you know, it pains me to say, but um, until Aaron Rodgers leaves for uh, Las Vegas next year, um, the Packers are the team to beat. Uh, I'm taking the over on them. They're, that offense is just too good. You know, they get, they have probably arguably the best wide receiver in the league. Last year's MVP quarterback. A pretty damn good offensive line. I think the offensive line doesn't get as much credit as they deserve. And uh, same with the defense. I think... Uh, Again, I think LaFleur is worse than average as a coach, but as long as he just listens to uh, Aaron Rodgers, especially on the offense, I think they're going to be fine. Um, and then what's, you know, the insult to injury is I'm looking at their schedule and compared to everyone else in the NFC North, it's it's a cakewalk. It's not the easiest in the world, but there's a lot more winnable games, especially at home, than uh, the rest of the division was mm -hmm. afforded. So, it wouldn't I I would say 12 13 wins but don't I wouldn't be shocked if they won 14 or 15 to be honest yeah I'm I'm in the same boat I, here I yeah <laughs> thanks Cole for agreeing um I'm in the same boat here though uh I think 13 and 4 12 and 5 definitely over on the uh 10 wins they just you know they have too much talent and they they seem like the most put together team of anybody in the NFC North we, you know, all face pretty much, you know, the same teams from each division. Like we're facing Browns, Steelers, Ravens, and uh, we all face L.A. And I believe, yeah, they face L.A. in uh, November 28th. But, yeah, we got a tough schedule here in the NFC North this year. Either way, I think that the Packers are one of the top three teams in the NFC. And it'll be pretty easy for them to definitely get over 10 wins um not much thought there but i, I yeah the thing about lafleur i've seen him get out coached 
time and time again. I know last mm. year, um, like they had both their left and right tackle out in that game against the Bucks. If both of them were there, Bakhtiari and uh, the guy that uh, he used to be on the lines, I forgot his name, the right tackle there. They were both there. I think it would not have been that close. They wouldn't have even need to come down to that weird uh, field goal decision by LaFleur. But, you know, LaFleur, he has shown time and time again that coaches can get the best of him. So I would be a bit worried about that when it got to playoff time. But right now we're just reviewing the season. So we'll talk about that when we get there. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So we're all saying over, right? Yeah, all yes, saying over. Sir. Yep. All right, so uh, I perfect. guess we'll do. Uh, <laughs> yes, Colts is seventeen and zero. Uh, guess we'll do the Bears next. Uh, they're probably the next most interesting <clears throat> team in this division. Uh, Blaze, let's start with you. Over slash under seven point five wins. Oof. Uh, you know, <laughs> this might be the hardest out of all four teams. You know, if I'm speaking as unbiased as possible, obviously, you know, as a Bears fan. I mean, come on, we're going to win 10, 11 games and make the playoffs again. I mean, that's money in the bank. Uh, Looking at this team objectively, there's a lot to like, but there's way more question marks than there are answers. Um, It starts with the quarterback, um, you know, Andy Dalton's that journeyman quarterback that we brought in one year, 10 million, which we should have done last year anyways. It doesn't make any sense to me. Then we trade up for this hot shot rookie from Ohio State, and he's looked good so far. Um, I think Allen Robinson's one of the most underrated wide receivers in the league. They think he was rated 87 on the NFL Top 100. Um, and then that defense, that Bears defense, is always going to be there. It's, uh, they were very concerning last week, in my opinion. Uh, but I think there's enough there in the Roquan Smith, the Khalil Max, you know, uh, Bill Doerr kind of got exposed, but, you know, Johnson came in and he looked good. So there's a lot to like, but there's just so many questions, and that offensive line scares me. Um, I'm going to say over, but over as in eight and nine. Like, that is probably our ceiling, and I'm reaching for that ceiling. Our floor is probably jockeying for last place with the Lions this year. It could go either way, though, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so I'm gonna take the under. I looked at their schedule and you know, same gauntlet of teams that uh everybody here's uh everybody in the NFC North is facing. I am I'm thinking I'm gonna go the under because their O line is just, you know, not situated right now and so much of, you know, a Chiefs led offense, Matt Nagy led offense, uh, because he was, you know, Andy Reid's uh underwing in, in Kansas City. So much of that offense does rely on a good O-line. Um, they, you know, it's pass first to open it up for the run game, but, you know, like, if they don't give their quarterback time, uh, it's probably not going to be a good year for them. And to go from there, I think Nagy might hold on to Andy Dalton a little too much. Probably, you know, he's a lame duck coach. I, I'm thinking that him and Ryan Pace are going to get fired after this year. And lame duck coaches do not make good decisions all the time. Um and I think he's going to opt to hold, you know, like start Andy Dalton for way too long uh, because he thinks he'll be a more, you know, like level quarterback in terms of uh, up and down play. When I think if I were, if they had another coach, a first year coach, they'd start fields right away and see what this guy has and get him reps. And uh, yeah, I 
I also think Khalil Mack is an, another year older, and I'm going to go about 6-11. and 11. Um, I don't think they'll be the last place team in the division, but I don't think they're going to have a good year. Cole? <laughs> yeah, I, I um, <clears throat> you know, with Justin Fields, he's got a lot going against him. I mean, he's on the Bears. They don't have any good quarterbacks. He's an Ohio State quarterback. There's no good Ohio State quarterbacks. You know, the only thing that he has going for him is if they start him right away, no one's got film on him, and he can move, and he can run, and he he can throw the ball decent. So we've seen that, but Nagy's not going to do that. The Bears are going to be under. They're going to win, like, four games. And they they got four, a lot of hard four games. games. Yeah, this yeah, is biased. They're, they're man. not going to be good. <laughs> I, I'd say they're not going to be good. On video, but <laughs> I don't think four, the Bears. I think the games. I think the Bears. I think the Bears will only beat the Lions in the NFC North. I think they will lose to the Vikings every time. I think they will lose to the Packers for sure every time. So they're like going to lose to the Rams. Packers they're going right to lose here. to the Bengals. They're going to lose to the Browns. They're going to lose to the Bucks. They're going to lose to the 49ers, Steelers, Ravens, Cardinals, Seahawks. Yeah. Fuck, man. There's a lot of good man. teams that you guys are going to lose to, and that's respectable. You'll get another draft pick. Maybe you'll get another quarterback. I thought we were waiting for the trash that has talk good quarterbacks. week one. Man, that was four <laughs> wins. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Hey, tell me what teams know, you will beat this year. You're gonna harsh. beat the Lions twice. We the last, you might split. We you might split. We okay. beat the Bucks last year. All right, year you're you're gonna you, you'll beat the Giants. You'll beat the Giants because you know it's the Giants. And who else are you gonna beat? You gonna beat the Titans? No. I could see them the splitting Bucks? it with no. the Vikings. I could see them maybe. Uh, you know, like beating the Steelers. I could see them beating the Raiders. I could see them beating the Bengals. Um, and yeah, ah, I mean, Joey Burrow's coming back. Yeah, he's and gonna they, be it they up. could probably win two against the Lions if you know they if they don't screw up. You know, who knows? You're <laughs> so, telling me that yeah. we're not gonna beat Jimmy Garoppolo at home? No. First off, by that time, that's what like week week. Uh... Seven or something? One, two, eight. Week eight? Jimmy Garoppolo won't even be starting. You're going to be so facing Trey Lance. Trey Lance. He's gonna be, Come on, man. That's, he's going to be... I yeah, know. I guess a rookie... You come into my you know, house and you disrespect me like that? Come on, at least yeah, Alex said I'll give, I'll give him six, you know? Yeah, the Bears aren't even... Their defense even sucks nowadays. Like, the Bears got nothing. They're going to move out yeah. of Chicago. The They're going to be the Arlington Bears. Defense. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. That's I mean, we'll, we have it on tape, Cole. <laughs> That's fine. I'll uh, stand by it. The you know what's going to end up happening? They're going to go under, but it won't be four wins, and you, you can still say I told you so. So, all right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, uh, on to the Vikings, who uh, I guess I'll start this one. I do think they will be the second place team in the in the division. Um, I do think they have just way too much talent there. They got Jefferson. They've they've got Dalvin Cook. I might not like Kirk Cousins, but I mean he at least like showed that he could you know give Justin Jefferson a good year. They got Adam Thielen, and the big X factor here is uh, Daniil Hunter is coming back this year. He uh, was hurt last year, and he's one of the best DNs in the league. So uh, I think I'm going to go under, but it's going to be pretty close like I think it's going to be that's over under nine wins I think that they'll probably be eight and nine um I do think this is probably Mike Zimmer's last year and Kirk Cousins last year 
Uh, Mike Zimmer's just been there way too long, and Kirk Cousins, I'm pretty sure this is the final year of his contract. Um, they have all that talent there. They have just not been able to put it together for a true Super Bowl run. You know, the last time they won a couple games in the or no, they did win a game last year in the playoffs, I believe, right, with Cousins. But uh, that uh, the Case Keenum miracle, Case Keenum to Stephon Diggs, that was the last time I saw that team and was like, okay, this team could make a Super Bowl. Um, but still, yeah, with Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. there, I've not ever been impressed enough by them to think that, okay, this team could go to a Super Bowl this year. So. I think they'll probably make the playoffs because of this uh, expanded playoff. Like eight and nine, nine and eight could make the playoffs, uh, like the Bears last year, right? But <laughs> we'll see. MVP, anyway, plays. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I do not have the same optimism as you, I guess, by them being average. Uh, I'm gonna definitely give them the under on nine. I think nine is being way too generous to this team. Uh, like I said, the defense looked a lot better uh, last week against the Colts. Uh, but this offense, it just it just seems like year after year. And you talk about the Case Keenum year, and that was like Case Keenum led that team like a quarterback. He was, he's not a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins, but there was just something different there. And Kirk Cousins reminds me of like going to a bakery and like you get the white bread when there's like marble bread and there's rye bread. You know, he's just a quarterback. And I think he gets a lot of inflated stats. And then Delvin Cook's obviously one of the best running backs in the league, but can he stay healthy for a whole season? That's that's yet to be seen. And then, you know, they got some good dynamic wide receivers, but the way Mike Zimmer calls football games, it's they don't air it out. And then they're, they're, they, they shoot themselves in the foot. So I'm going to say under, I'm going to say they jockey for the Bears for second place. So they'll be around six between six mm-hmm. and eight wins so i'm gonna i'm gonna go seven wins for them okay okay oh sorry and a quick <laughs> correction it was two years ago when they made the playoffs um and won a game with cousins i believe but not last year anyway cole <laughs> uh yeah so the vikings have a lot of talent but they will not win nine games there's no way that they do that they're gonna be they're gonna be under they're going to be the second place in the NFC North, but they will be not a contender at all. I think, you know, even, there's a lot going against them. Again, even with the COVID protocol stuff, I think there's going to be at least one game that gets messed up because of that whole situation down there. I mean, if they lose Kirk Cousins for, you know, five to ten days, that, that game's going to be a loss for sure. And just... I don't know. They got a lot of talent, so they'll win a few games. Their schedule is not that bad. I mean, they got, like, compare Like, the Bears have an actual hard schedule. The Vikings have some, like, they play, like, the Panthers and a couple other kind of easier games for them. But I just, nine games is very generous for a team that has no cohesiveness. And, I mean, they just, they got talent, and that's it. They got a good running back. They got a, a really good you know, wide receiver, rook or second-year wide receiver. But I, I just don't see him winning nine games, no way. All right. Well, uh, last but not least, the 1957 NFL champion Detroit Lions. <laughs> um, so I guess uh, I'll start. I forgot th- about them. <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll start out with this uh, next one again. Um, they recently, uh, they their over-under was five wins last week. Went down to 4.5 wins uh, after that preseason game there. Um, 
I'm still going to go the over. I think five games was about right. I think five and 12, uh, I could see them reaching that maybe just because I think they'll slightly rebound from how horrible their scheme was on defense. Um, but you, you, Jeff Okuda did not look good. And if he keeps playing like that, you know, in a division with Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, and Allen Robinson, it's not going to, you know, be an easy year for him. Um, and then also you have this offense where Panay Sewell, he looks like he has a lot of rust right now. Uh, our big, like, plus on our offense was supposed to be our O-line. And if, you know, Panay Sewell can't be a top-end tackle right out of the gate, uh, it could be a rough year for our running game. And without any wide receivers there, uh, we have, you know, TJ Hawkinson, the tight end, but like Tyrell Williams is our number one wide receiver. I don't see the, the offense being that good. Um, I still see them reaching five and 12, but I think that will land them a top five pick still because of the expanded, uh, expanded games here. Um, so yeah, Blaze. Uh, yeah. Um, man, that, that preseason game, I cause I think when we did our practice show, I think I said that they were going to go over, um, I gotta go the under at this point. Um, there's just nothing impressive to me on that offense. I know, you know, Goff didn't play, but, you know, what's he really gonna do once he, you know, gets into the game time situations? They they don't have any skill players, and that's uh, what the NFL is driven by these days. Uh, we were alluding to uh, Swift, who had a decent year last year, but is he gonna really carry the load? <sighs> carry him to five wins? I, I don't know. And then that defense that the defensive back the front seven's not terrible but the defensive backs they're just they just get exposed too much and it's the big plays that win or lose NFL games um could they steal a couple games here and there yeah absolutely but if I'm betting every week I'm probably betting against the Lions almost every week whether they win or lose yeah and that's kind of the key point. They got a, they got four or five more years at least um, in this basement. But uh, I think four, uh, I think five, four or five. I, I'd say three. But I think, <laughs> well, maybe they get a good quarterback this year. Um, yeah, I think next year it's 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 going to be a rough year from that for them. But hopefully, you know, like Sawal, like he steps up and you see a lot of good things from their younger players. <clears throat> That'll give you hope for the season, but it, as unbiased as possible, I can't, I can't give them more than four, four and a half wins. So I'm going to have to give them under at, at four wins. All right. Cool. Yeah. So as much as I think the Lions are, you know, just a joke team, I think that they'll probably get five wins. I I, I think they, they will get the over of four and a half strictly because Motor City Dan Campbell is such a motivator that they're going to win games that they have no reason to win. Plus, end of the season, they're playing the Packers on January 9th. Packers aren't going to be playing anybody. That's an easy win for them. So, a Packers, it'll be you know the Lions against their secondary unless it's like a Matt Flynn type game where the you know Lions get blitz by the Packers backups I think they'll win five games I think you know I think it'll be a battle between the Bears and the Lions on who will be last and I think the Lions will eke it out and and you know maybe split or even beat the Bears both times and that will push them to that you are gonna eat your words my friend 
Jeez. Hey, man, I'm just saying Motor City Dan Campbell's a motivator. The only thing that will ever go against the Lions is if Anthony Lynn continues to be shitty with clock management. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm hoping Dan Campbell takes the reins on that a bit more. One uh, guarantee win I am going to call out right now. Jared Goff revenge game. We saw what Mitch Trubisky did this past week. Jared Goff will beat the Rams October 24th. And uh, you wait, you mean Matt Stafford revenge game for ruining most of no. his career in his prime? It was just he's as much Stafford's fault. He's going on a Super Bowl run. He LA did, Rams he did not do good in on. the three playoff games he played. He came out the first half gunning, and you know, every time in the second half, he just turned into a pumpkin. Um, I'm not a big uh, Stafford's gonna be MVP this year believer. Um, I do think the Rams will be decent this year if uh their running backs are like okay because cam Akers is uh out for the year now and daryl henderson uh just injured his thumb so i don't know uh you know how much they can do either way um i'm guaranteeing a win against the rams this year for jared goff he's gonna it's gonna be the one week he throws for 400 yards and like four touchdowns put it and there's no it's it at la stone. too buddy he's <laughs> called the I, yep <laughs> no. I but, think Matt Stafford's yeah. gonna he knows that defense. He's practiced against it. He's gonna be torturing. Jared Goff what? doesn't know it's a what whole he's new doing defense. half the time. Whole new defense. And you know who's you know who's been waiting to, to just eat? Jared Goff. Aaron Donald. He's hasn't been able to hit him once. Do you know how crazy that is in practice? Yeah. Oh, he could, that could be true. But... He's gonna be able to hit him and he's gonna be coming after Goff and making I mean, a statement. I'm he's on the in- I mean, he's mostly on the inside, right? So uh I, I think Frank Ragnow could, you know, at least like stop him from getting five sacks that game, you know. But <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm excited to watch it. Yeah. For sure. That'll be a good revenge game. Anyways, so uh, that was our week, uh, or sorry, week two of the preseason and also a season premiere of the NFC North podcast. Thanks for joining in. Uh, I'm Eric, and uh, this is Cole. Say hi. Hey, what's up, guys? Hi. (laughs) Goodbye. I miss you already. (laughs) If you uh, stay tuned next week and uh, look in the video, I might take my hat off. See you later.